0: Somebody get, Who got some lemon? I need
1: some lemon. <laughs> I'm Kiara Lachey and... Kate P. You are now listening to the Perfect Couple Podcast. We are far from perfect. Psych! <laughs> but as high school sweethearts, we do know a thing or two about having a dope relationship and building generational wealth, all while raising three daughters and being social media famous.
0: Uh, in our podcast, we'll discuss everything pertaining to marriage, intimacy, family, fitness, and balance in life in general.
1: Oh, and our crazy journey of how we went from eating dried tuna squares in crusty motels to
0: being CEOs of several multi million dollar brands.
1: So sit back
0: and enjoy the conversation.
1: Uh, today, we're going to talk about our entrepreneurship journey. That's what people want to know about. I don't even know where to begin on that. Started with. Me long time ago. Well, I'll say this. I've always... Yeah. I've always uh, wanted to be my own boss since I was a kid. I'll never forget uh, going over basically affirmations (laughs) with one of my uncles. And he told me... He was like, get out a piece of paper because I want you to write this down. I said, okay. So... He was like, right, I, Kiara Lachey, will be going to this college and getting paperwork, signing I said, I'm not writing that because I'm not going to college. I don't want to go to college. I've never wanted to go to college. That's, that's just me. That's just me. I'm not telling people not to go. What I'm saying is, for me, I've always known what I wanted to do. I feel like college is for people that, um, you know, like uh, you need college, like doctors and you need extra education, right? Uh, lawyers and um, things like that um, but I feel like college is also for you know maybe some maybe sports and also for people that don't necessarily know what they want to do or they want to get trained to go in the the work field right so for me I've always known what I want I've always wanted to be either an entertainer or um an entrepreneur and I, i'm both <laughs> I, i'm both luckily uh but he was just like my uncle i remember him just being like you need to go to college and you need to get your education and i was like but what am i what am i going to college for for entrepreneurship i feel like i need experience in that and i feel like um
0: now they have entrepreneurial classes now they have it
1: but i feel like I needed to learn through experience. Um, I worked at McDonald's when I was 14, and I'd never done well with authority. Um, I remember my manager was like, you need to wear this hat. Put your hat on. I said, for what? It's not gonna make my job better. It's not gonna make me better at my job. And it's not gonna make my job me worse at my job. It's not gonna do anything. Like, it's going to mess up my hair. That's what it's going to do. And I don't want to put it on. (laughs) And she was like, Kiara, you need to wear your hat. And I'm like, well, what's the point of the hat? It's a part of the uniform. But in the handbook, find in the handbook where I absolutely have to wear the hat to do my job. And she couldn't. So I (laughs) she couldn't find it. So I wore nothing on my head. You know what I'm saying? I've never done well with authority like that. So I always felt like entrepreneurship was for me. Um, plus I just love being innovative. I love being creative and I feel like sometimes, you know, it depends on who you're working with, but those types of jobs, they don't allow you to be creative. They don't allow you to be, you know, uh, forward thinking, like
0: a creative or forward thinking job.
1: I know, but a lot of jobs aren't Correct. So I just felt like entrepreneurship was always for me. Like I I was always a hustler. I was always, you know, since I was a kid, I would be braiding my teacher's hair for $20. Like in the second grade, I remember braiding my teacher, Miss Scarpa. I think that was her name. She had this fiery red hair. And I was like, let me put your hair in like a nice French braid and pay me $20. <laughs> and she did. And I don't know. I just always, I just always wanted to do my own thing, you know. What about you?
0: I just wanted to be wealthy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: corporate America was never for me. Mm-hmm. My mom was in corporate America. And just keeping the real college is a farm system for co- corporate America. All the career fields are for some form of corporate job. And, I mean, that's the way America works. And it works for a lot of people. It just wouldn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to climb the corporate ladder. I'm not trying to work nowhere for 20 years just to get a pat on the back. And I know for some people, like my mom, climbed the corporate ladder. Some people, that's what they really, really want to do. Mm-hmm. That's just not what I ever wanted to do.
1: I just feel like we need all types of people mm-hmm. to make the world run Absolutely. properly, right? Um, and not and entrepreneurship is not for everyone because you know we had a conversation about this yesterday with someone. And she basically was like, what y'all do is not work. It's not a real job. So, and I was like, yeah, it is. how?
0: Entrepreneurship is, I mean, the main difference between entrepreneurship and a corporate job is that when you figure out what you want to do, it's up to you to do it. Mm-hmm. There's no set rules. There's no set time. You got to do all that work. Mm-hmm. So when you go to corporate America, you know, from this time to this time, this is the time I'm work. When I get my check. That's my money, I pay my bills. When you're an entrepreneur, all the money you make is not yours. Mm-mm. You don't work eight hours a day. Mm-mm. You might work six hours one day, you might work sixteen hours the next day. Mm-hmm. It just all depends. So to be an entrepreneur, you gotta want this. This this is not Yeah. If you don't work, easy. you don't eat. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And then when you have kids and spouses, it, it it's different. Entrepreneurship mm-hmm. is different and it is hard and you gotta hire employees when you get to a certain point, Mm -hmm. you gotta trust people, Mm -hmm. you know, corporate America, they already have certain things in place that they don't have to worry about trusting you. Mm -hmm. They only give you certain amounts of access, but they already have their programs in place for years. Mm -hmm. And then they got experts that set up their security. When you're doing it on your own, you don't have all of that. So when you're giving people like say, access to your Shopify store, Mm -hmm. you have to limit their access because you can't trust them to have full access. So that's that's the main difference of not getting screwed over and making sure you're spending your money correctly in order to grow your business. There's being an entrepreneur is stressful.
1: I was gonna say speaking of getting screwed over, we've gotten so we've gotten burnt so many times from you know people smelling our desperation of wanting to be successful entrepreneurs, you know yep. like we uh, in in our in season one of the podcast, we talked about, how I want to say that was one of the last episodes where we kind of went on a rant basically about all of the stuff Bumps. that a lot of the things that we've been through and what, you know, uh, what transpired from those mishaps. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um But they, you know, people can. Again, it's not for everyone. There's a lot of ups, but there's a lot of downs as well. And you got to be able to get through those things without quitting. You know what I mean? Like a lot of things may want may make you want to quit. Um, one imp- one story in particular, we had uh, our online gym is called ifyoucanmove.com. Um, it's a great gym. It has all kinds of amazing workouts. And we worked really hard for it to be where where it is today. We have an app coming very soon for it um but before this was like a few years uh this was after Paige was born Paige is 7 now um uh, but this was a few months after Paige was born we were going and we were filming with this company and we were going back and forth from Vegas to LA I mean we were driving every single what week mm-hmm. pretty much every week we were driving
0: paying for um, our own hotels
1: paying for our own hotels and we were filming with this production company and he was like okay we got you know um, we're going to have members sign up for your online gym. You guys will get paid. Mind you, I had just had a baby, so it was very, very difficult. We were brand new parents. We didn't know what the heck we were doing. We had just moved, um, to Vegas and it was just a lot of like, we are
0: also new in that space as well. We knew mm-hmm. nothing about fitness like gym. that.
1: Yeah. We knew about fitness, but we didn't know yeah about the online, online parts of it, you know, the online business,
0: we didn't have our paperwork in order we didn't there's a whole bunch of things we didn't have mm-hmm. in order and we got taken advantage of
1: we got taken advantage of big time they had access to everything and we had no access. and we had no access which was stupid but we didn't know any better at the time mm-hmm. and we were very desperate to again be successful entrepreneurs so we were taking any route that we could you know in a fair way like we we aren't Grimy people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So we never thought like, oh, this person's gonna screw us over because we we didn't think like that because we're not like that. So we expected people to be like us, and that wasn't the case. Like we got screwed over big time. He told us that we had 200 members in the online gym when we really had 7,000 members at the time. Yeah. 7,000 signups. Um, they went and screwed up our back end of we t- our ended site. Up taking it over. We ended up taking and it over. They tried to screw it. They did screw it up. They went in and imagine if it was like, you know, physically, imagine you could physically see the wires of the back end of a, you know, of your site. Basically they ripped the wires, they cut them, them. crossed them, all kinds of things to make it as difficult as possible to, uh, to, to, to use. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't usable at all. It was not, it wasn't functioning at all
0: and it took us years to get to this point where our app is getting ready to drop the site has been done over twice right twice we had it redone Mm -hmm. uh we had it fixed the first time Mm -hmm. which took months Mm -hmm. and then lots of money that we didn't have but we kept having problems with it Mm -hmm. and then we ended up having to shut it down for like what three months
1: longer than that
0: no no when uh the first time we shut it down Got it redone. Mm-hmm. Was still having issues because we used the same platform, mm-hmm. and then we shut it down for like six months right. in order to totally redo it from scratch. Mm-hmm. So all in all, that what do we? That was just like this year got back up and running. So mm-hmm. you're talking an easy five years it took us to get, get it, it right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> finally, it's running beautifully now, mm-hmm. and we have and we do have uh, an app coming out. But yeah, you know, with entrepreneurship, you're going to go through a lot of things and a lot of things will try to discourage you, whether it be your own mind, Mm -hmm. your own fears, um, There'll be people that you know that are negative or that try to push their fears out on yep. you. Or that always
0: ask you, "What's your plan? What's your plan? What's your mm-hmm. plan? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that?"
1: You do need a plan, though. If you have an entre- if you're an entrepreneur, you do need some type of plan that you can execute. You can't mm-hmm. just be like free it, like especially if you have children.
0: But sometimes not having a plan is the best plan. You just have an idea, and now you have to fill in the blanks. The point to me, entrepreneurship is about creativity. That because I have this plan, that don't mean I'm going to follow it because once I reach a certain point, I might Mm -hmm. need to go left. I might need to go right from that plan.
1: Right. but But people
0: don't understand
1: that. But that's okay to deviate from it if you need to, but at least have some sort of idea. Because some people, I'm saying this because some people, they be like, I want to do this, I want to do that. And then they just keep doing Everything but what they, I'm you know. I'm not saying
0: don't have a overall plan. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying sometimes when you when you wing certain things in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. you get really good results. Sometimes you don't. But that's the thing about entrepreneurship. It's, it's a risk any way you look at it. Whether you have a plan or not, you're going to take that risk. You're going to take that leap of faith. You're going to go out there. You're going to try to do something with whatever your idea is.
1: I just think that how you're saying this is a little bit dangerous for people that, hear me out. Is a little bit dangerous for people that are already struggling with discipline or already struggling with execution. Okay, let me clarify. Yes. I'm not
0: saying don't have a plan. What <laughs> I'm saying is it's okay to wing some of your plan. Entrepreneurship is about daily challenges, sometimes hourly challenges. You can't sit there and write down every cha- challenge you're gonna face. So some things you're gonna have to go off the cuff and it's not about not being disciplined. You do have to be disciplined to follow through. You right. have to be disciplined with your business to do the work. Right. What I'm saying is whatever you write down, once you get into this
1: Oh, it might not go the it, way you plan it to than go. Likely Obviously. It right. That's true. I'm just saying have some type of you have idea a, you an of goal. what you want to do, yeah. Because yeah, some people they don't. They just know. Yeah, you can't I go want in with nothing. This is what I want to end with. This is what I want. But what's your plan to get yeah, there to that destination? To you me. have to have some form of.
0: If you have nothing, then you have nothing. You still need to know what is the purpose of your company, who is your target market, right? You know, you still there's still things you have to do, right? But what I'm saying is, daily you're gonna either meet different people, you're gonna come into different problems on the internet and you're gonna have to figure those out mm-hmm. without any help mm-hmm. so those it's gonna get difficult and this may sound crazy to some people but be wary of free help be very wary of free help free help is not <laughs> what you think it is when somebody say oh uh-huh. i could do this for you and you'd be like oh how much you you charge oh don't worry about it <laughs> you're getting to me you're getting secondhand help when you pay for something you're obligating them to do their job when it's free they can do whatever they want
1: <laughs> Right. there's no you ain't time constraint me. you can't yeah. tell
0: them like hey i need this in a week and you're not paying them right and if they don't they don't finish the job you can't be like yo you're right. not paying them nothing right. but if i'm paying you and i say i need this by monday then you better have that done by monday
1: and sometimes they still won't
0: they still won't because we ran into that how much Millions how much free times. help
1: we try to get <laughs>
0: But somebody we used to say, "Hey, don't worry about paying." We used to be like, "Yes," and then we get started with them, and it's like,
1: "Well, that's because we didn't have anything to pay yeah. them."
0: Even when we did, free help just never, never, never panned out the way we <laughs> wanted it to. I used to hate that. Look, joke.
1: but wait, we we just recently um, had that issue actually for meal prep.
0: Oh yeah, we just said said
1: no. We were like, "We'll pay you to meal prep." And she was like, "No, you're not gonna pay me." And we're like, "No, we want to pay you because it's your job, and you you don't you know it's it's how you make your money, how you pay your bills. We want to pay you." No, ask us how. Ask me how many how much meal prep I got. None. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like free help ain't always the best help yeah. at all. And I'm Because other things are gonna grow. be priority over yeah.
1: over over what they said they were gonna help you with most of the time. I'm not saying
0: don't accept it. Just just know you gotta accept it with a grain of salt that you <laughs> might not get the results that you want. Yeah. Is, this is this is the weirdest thing to do is entrepreneurship. And then you run into the people who say they can do something. Man. And, and those are usually people who offer free help because they ain't <laughs> never done it before. So they don't want to charge you.
1: Or they overcharge. Yes. Yeah, we've had that issue too before Many where times. we try to, you know, create a team and people are like, oh, it's going to be this, this and that. And you're like, wait, that's a lot. But then Producers, you try to do it. You try to do it and they do not. Oh, my Lord. They do not come through.
0: They'll be like, oh, and please don't start making a little bit of money. Then it gets, everything gets worse. Yeah. You talking about the free help
1: and the overcharge help?
0: <laughs> Man, you got cats would come out the blue. Like, oh, this costs
1: $5,000. you are like, what? But like, I thought, it was, I we thought had, it was $500. Remember the
0: dude that said we could come use the studio for free until he found out you was popular on social media? All of a sudden, it was 3000 a session.
1: 3000 a session. I was like, Huh?
0: he literally said oh y'all can come use the studio whenever you want he did we we called him to schedule a, our first session with him he and I forgot what exactly he said how we knew he saw you on social media he said yeah. something about your social media and next thing you know that came out of his mouth yeah it's gonna be three, three grand. grand a, a session, session. <laughs> not for not for like a project a project a session I mean yeah. just to go to the studio and record three thousand dollars right and I was like okay we ain't going to that studio.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was rough. <laughs> that was a rough patch in our mm-hmm. life. <laughs> we
0: had people charges for introductions. Yep. A lot. Yep. We had people charges for potential deals. If you if you get a deal doing this, you pay me this.
1: Don't let that discourage you guys. Like, don't let other people and their shenanigans <laughs> discourage you because it really can. I remember when we went out to L.A. It was very discouraging. All of the promises, all of the um failed attempts mm, mm. to you know A-lay-a, work A-lay-a, with people
0: a lay di- a different beast especially when you're not from there right because it, you don't know how to operate every yeah you know, new york you is the same way yeah atlanta's probably the same way but you're not from there you don't know the people you don't know where to go you got to try to get away from them bottom feeders which are the people who will always be on the bottom they're, they're not trying to get to the top the middle they're just on the bottom and they're trying to take advantage of whoever they can take advantage of to get a check yeah it's a lot of them.
1: I would say this: if you if you're trying to get into entrepreneurship, um, like I said, have a plan, but also a team. Try to, uh, you know, build a team that believes in
0: your vision,
1: the vision that you have, and that can help you execute it and take care of the people that you know, are trying to help you execute those things. Because it's not easy to have a, a team of people that you can trust and that believe in what you're doing and that is behind you, you know what I'm saying, that will push with you. So when you find those people, treat them good. Don't be a, a Zilla, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's people that you're you because you get stressed, you start treating people crazy. Like, don't do that. You know, always operate genuinely um with respect and and understand your
0: budget don't be sitting there trying to act like you bill gates and you ain't got bill gates money right you know understand your budget what you can pay who you can pay Mm -hmm. how much your bills are Mm -hmm. all that stuff Mm -hmm. and be prepared to take risks there's no there's no reward in entrepreneurship without risk yeah so you got to be prepared to do that be prepared to take risk
1: and know that if you if it doesn't pan out the way you want it to, what are you going to do after that?
0: Yeah. What's your fallback plan? That's kind of like where we got into trouble a few times. We had one plan. Go forward. Mm-hmm. And we've been broke several times. Man. Uh,
1: we promised ourselves we ain't going back, yeah, though. Yeah.
0: We, we've gotten our car repossessed. We had $30 in the bank.
1: 33
0: It's like. We we've been through some hardships doing yeah. this, but we t- we took the risk. We didn't have kids at the time. Mm-hmm. After we had PAGEA, of course everything changed. But we still took risks. Right. We still took them because we had to. Because going to work for somebody wasn't an option mm-hmm. at that point. We had been doing this for like together for five or six years, and mm-hmm. it was just it just wasn't an option to go work for somebody at that point. Mm-hmm. It's just keep pushing until we figure it out. Then even before we got to where we are now. We were getting ready to move back to la to keep figuring it out which was but what was our option our option wasn't to come here no our option wasn't to go to new york no so we literally sat down and was like so what city can we go to that provides us the most opportunity to get what we need Mm -hmm. and it was la so we were on our way to la and then the pandemic hit and it ended up being a blessing in disguise because we were going to la pretty much broke again with two kids <laughs> not pretty much uh, credit cards maxed out yeah you know it was gonna be rough but we always feel like we was gonna figure it out i mean was it the best decision no but honestly we didn't really have a choice i ask Key all the time Key be like it was so stupid but i'm like at the time what was our choices we had none that was our only choice was to go to where we thought we could make the most money
1: mm i still think it was stupid
0: it was stupid but what so i ask you this here <laughs> and now what other city because this wasn't on the on the map we were leaving atlanta mm-hmm. where else could we have gone and been successful in at that time
1: i don't know it just wasn't to me like i always keep telling you it just wasn't smart to go with two kids with the amount of money that was needed to survive in L.A. Not not to live good, just to survive. So, again, what was our option? With, with with bottom feeders and weirdos and users and crazies. So, what was the I don't know. I'm telling <laughs> exactly. you, but I'm still telling you it was still stupid. It doesn't matter whether I knew the next option or not. I'm telling you, it was a dumb idea. But if we had no other options, was it dumb? It was still dumb, yeah. Okay. To each his own. It's like it's like if somebody was in a in a bad relationship, they felt like that, that bad relationship was their only option. It doesn't mean it was the best option. It was it was, doesn't mean it wasn't stupid. It just meant that was their option at the time. It just wasn't smart. When I was two kids and not knowing what the heck we were gonna do, we know we do know that we are hustlers. We work hard. We do know that. That's we knew we were gonna make something happen. I'm just I'm just glad that, you know, we ended up staying in Houston and building what we've built and making it work. When the pandemic
0: started and we got stuck here, (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. Even though I still thought we was moving to L.A. I didn't. I I was like when it first happened? Before everything started popping (laughs) off, when it first happened, we thought it was just a wait. We were still looking at places in L.A. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, that was I'm talking about before the lives and everything started. We was like, oh, Lord, what are we gonna do with all these orders? Right. I'm saying the plan was we didn't nobody thought the pandemic was gonna last that long at first. Right. So we thought it would be like a month or two and then we was gonna just Leave. head to head to LA. Mm-hmm. And when it first happened, I ain't gonna lie, I was happy because rent in LA is a pool. <laughs> and like it's I said, scary. we had three maxed out credit cards. We was we was our stores weren't doing that great. So having that we'll break We only had one store. <laughs> yeah, we only had one store. <laughs> yeah, so having that break to not pay rent for a couple months was like <laughs> yes. yes. And then it was like it just kept going, kept going. And then the orders started picking up and stuff started getting better for us. And it took me the longest to make the decision to stay here. Um not that I have a problem with Houston. I just can't see myself staying in the Midwest after we already lived in Texas before. Right. And again, Houston was not on our list of places to be. Right. We literally to us we had New York and LA because we weren't gonna go to Chicago. We weren't going to go to New York. We wasn't going to go anywhere that had horrible Cold. winters. <laughs> right. So it was like we weren't going to go back to Florida and right. go to Miami cuz we just don't want to go to Florida. And so after that, when we narrowed down all the cities, we just we just left Atlanta and we in Atlanta just wasn't the place for us. So we were sitting there like what are we going to do? That's how we made the decision to go back to LA. Yeah. And even then we were going back and forth, where in LA all, like I mean, the amount of stuff we had to go through and figure out our business and bring all of this crap with us. Plus kids. Risks. Mm-hmm. We was taking a huge risk moving mm-hmm. back to LA. Let's just put it that that mm-hmm. way. It was huge. Mm-hmm. We had no plan.
1: Mm-mm.
0: No no viable plan. We always knew we was going to go. We was going to hustle. We was going to figure it out. But there was no plan.
1: I'm just happy now that we have a plan like we have a we have a solid situation yeah. now. Like we have yeah. solid plans. We have solid execution ways to execute everything and we have been executing everything. I feel like we've all of those things and those risks that we've taken, all those things that we've learned uh have prepared us for where we are mm-hmm. today. And that's why we are successful at this point. Because I feel like if we hadn't gone through a lot of the things that we went through um and learned a lot of the things that we learned dealing with business then we wouldn't be and looking at chain of events
0: when i hurt my foot you were going through postpartum mm-hmm. now let's keep it real this happened in 2018 mm-hmm. if i don't hurt my foot to the extent that i hurt my foot february 2019 we already leave atlanta right we're gone so we're not going to be in houston we would already been in la right so basically something had to put me on my behind bad enough <laughs> for us not cuz even even if i could limp we would have left right <laughs> i couldn't even do that i right. wasn't back on my feet till april or at least was up in february right he would key one she Kiwa, Kiwa, she didn't care about no L- l.a atlanta she i didn't care, care about, about anything at the, at the time so it's like when you look at a chain of events i just like i wish i didn't have to almost cut my foot off but i know that if i if it was just a small injury or something we, we would have been gone and we wouldn't be here now mm-hmm. that would have totally changed the direction of everything Mm-hmm. So, me hurting my foot, even though as bad as that was in 2018, kept us in Atlanta for another year, mm-hmm. which brought us to Houston in February of 2020. Right. And now here we are 2021 in Houston.
1: With a third baby.
0: Yes. With a qu- <laughs> we had a quarantine baby. We had
1: a quarantine baby, which we talked about in a yeah. past episode.
0: Now it's a whole <laughs> five of us. We still. But
1: what's <laughs> dope, let me tell y'all something. This is, this is what's really cool. Um, we when we i'm gonna go back a little bit when we left home you florida? know when we left florida um i knew that at some point i wanted to be back with my family but i knew i had to leave there to do it
0: yeah I never thought and we i was, would go back to florida i though. never thought
1: we would go back to florida but i knew i wanted to be back with my family because we are a very very close family um so i think that all of those things Obviously, they led us to this mm-hmm. point, which is really dope because my whole fa- most of my family worked with us. Yeah. So What's crazy
0: though is that I always thought our family would come to, to us. us. Yeah, to California we would make or it, something. Yeah. And then we would pay for everybody <laughs> to come to us and live wherever, wherever we are, wherever that is. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being a reverse. We ended right. up coming back to them.
1: Yeah. Which yeah. Is still
0: dope. And now you know when we when we left Atlanta, we had two whole employees
1: we did Us. we had two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
0: Cause I was yes. like,
1: who? Who did we have? Yeah. So everything that everybody's doing, right? So we have Corey here.
0: Hey, Who's Corey. Doing, Corey, Corey's doing my former job,
1: right? Corey, I had to do all this. He does the videography, <laughs>
0: and I was terrible. Corey's way better than me.
1: <laughs> you were pretty terrible, but you got you got the job done. I got it done. You got the I job build done. I YouTube
0: channel. I you do did all that junk. It was, was a struggle,
1: y'all. Yeah. I had to threaten him one time though. A few times. A few I times. I ain't like doing that junk. I was like, you want to go work at? Kroger, you better figure your life out. I
0: ain't trying to be funny. You got to have a love for them cameras to to sit there and bring all that equipment and it was learn the cameras it was and lot. do all this crap. With the two then, kids at the time. I'm
1: like. So Kevin was doing that job. Of the videographer. he video. to learn He had to learn lighting. We had to go to YouTube classes <laughs> or classes at YouTube. I was editing. Um,
0: I had to learn how to use a jib and we don't even have a jib. Yeah. <laughs> If you're those <laughs> you don't know what a jib is, it's a it's a piece of camera equipment. It's the crane the camera crane equipment
1: camera that moves around. <laughs> um, we well, yeah. were we going to
0: YouTube. Well, YouTube Space had like camera classes we used to take mm-hmm. all the time. Yep, we used to because even I was about to take a, a post production class and yep. I hate computers like that. I don't like looking at. I the did post production like class. Yeah,
1: I did. I learned how to edit and I was editing all the videos. All of them. And then we were also packing and shipping orders ourselves. Um,
0: we did everything ourselves. Everything we're doing now, yeah, and we customer had service. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was a mess, but you know what? We made it happen. We we yeah. made it work. That is that is what entrepreneurship is all about: making it work. If you really want it, it's making it work. And when it
0: was just us, yes, that was of course the easiest because we could move freely. Mm-hmm. If somebody was like, and that's at the time we were living in L.A., we ain't had no kids, and they'd be like, "Hey, can you be at this audition?" in an hour yes of course can you be here in an hour 30 minutes yeah we just hop in the car we go wherever we going or if i'm not with key i go scoop her up we go mm-hmm. but then we have paisha that it changed mm-hmm. not much because we still were shaking mm-hmm. but one kid not too bad two kids <laughs> it starts getting a little harder to just move around right three kids jeez.
1: <laughs> Oh, Three kids, story. something else. Yeah. I so can't even fit everything in a car. Right. We're just grateful now at this point to have a village. Like yes. we do have a beautiful village like that our kids, you know, can grow up in and um, and that we can, you know, move forward and grow the companies as much as possible. So now we can expand and do what we've always wanted to do and do what we've always known that we could do. Um, because we have a village Mm -hmm. behind us, you know what I mean? So, uh, finding people that can help you to execute that vision is really, really important. Um, and also, you know, another thing, go with your gut.
0: Not all the time, but reasonably, yes. Go with your gut.
1: Well, I know I have amazing intuition and when I don't go with my gut, I, I regret it. I regret it. We've worked with some people, and I'm like, mm,
0: work with a lot of people like something
1: that. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. And Kevin's like, you always. You always. You always. Do always.
0: Because they be always. Wrong, <laughs> <laughs> she don't be wrong, though. She I, don't be wrong.
1: I haven't been wrong. I haven't been wrong. I remember when I first talked to Corey, I was like, yo, we've dealt with some snakes. <laughs> I'm a good person. Are you dope? Are you a good person? You seem like you're a Can good you person. Can you do the job? can you do the job okay cool but yeah we I, we love to like welcome people in like families so i think before that was a little it was a flaw it was with the wrong people because it's a flaw i think
0: coming from the south and going to la mm-hmm. we're not used to people saying they can do something and Can't not do doing it. it yeah it's weird not that even that they're not doing it they're not capable right. of doing it where mm-hmm. we come from people do what they say they're going to do for the most part. Not saying everybody because, again, we were in Atlanta and we ran into the same problems there. Mm -hmm. But growing up, that's how we grew up. If -hmm. if somebody say they're going to do something, at least going to bust they behind to try and do it. Mm -hmm. Move to L.A. with that same mentality and people straight up lie.
1: Straight Straight up. up.
0: Straight up. So depending on what city you're in or where you're moving to or what you want to do, you you got to be prepared for the types of people that's there. Mm -hmm. Big cities bunch of sharks, bunch of liars. You got to kind of wade through those waters and mm. kind of deal with it to a certain extent because as you try to get your feet wet, you're going to run into those issues. Especially us, we're still in the entertainment world even though we do fitness, but we we film, we do all this stuff, so it's still in the entertainment um, field. Mm. And when you go into entertainment, it doesn't matter what level, whether it's music, TV, it's always going to be sharks.
1: I would say this too, learn everything about your business
0: yourself yes
1: learn it yourself just in case you come across an issue with an employee or 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 anything with your business just so you know just so you know how everything works in your business and you're never left without that knowledge Mm -hmm. right like once we had an editor that was actually a a family member it was terrible but we had to end up firing him um well actually he fired himself, he fired himself. <laughs> it was weird it was a weird situation but luckily i knew how to edit because he left me with what 20 days of a challenge to edit mm-hmm. and luckily i know how to edit i was like wow i think you just it's just it's, and this was in the middle of a cha- yeah. this was during a challenge
0: i think it's good to know all the parts of your business and mm-hmm. even if you don't if you hire somebody work with them, learn what they're doing just in case you need to finish the job or they leave or for another happens, job or something happens. Yeah. Or this this entrepreneur game, I'm I'm telling you we've we've had trouble trying to pay people <laughs> to do the job. So it's not like just saying, "Oh, I got this money here and I'm trying to pay you." There's literally people you can pay and they still won't get the job done. Mhm. Cuz cuz we get frustrated with that like we're trying to pay somebody and still having trouble Mm -hmm. finding somebody to do the job Mm -hmm. and granted there's how many publicists we don't went through
1: i don't know (laughs) you need to learn learn your business learn marketing for your business learn your audience who are you selling this to or who are you creating for um what do they like always quality Mm -hmm. give quality if you if it's not ready if it's not quality don't Don't put it out yet. I'm not saying it has to be perfect because that's the evolution of, you know, that's the growth of an entrepreneur, right? We're going to always grow. We're going to always create better things, right? As we go. But if you can help it, you know, start with the best quality that you can at that moment. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Don't cut corners and try to be cheap and weird and, and don't be conniving with your customers. Don't use your customers, create an actual support system with your, you know, audience you know what i'm saying like and even and a lot of people feel like oh i only have you know 200 followers that's fine like you don't have to have a huge following to get support to to have a a good amount of support you know you can stay consistent like there's a lot yeah, talk of
0: talk to them people on social media
1: talk yeah talk to people tell them your story who are you where you come from why are you what's your story behind the product or behind your business why did you create it what is the the need for your business? Um, why do people need your business? Why, why should they care about your business? Um, I'm trying to think of what else. like.
0: Well, my thing is, and this is for all entrepreneurs, but I'm going to speak directly to our people right now. We have a stigma as black people about customer service and how we treat customers. So you as an individual, especially as a black person, mm-hmm. do better. All of us do, do better because we need to get rid of that stigma yeah. that black businesses don't do good business because there is some. But it doesn't matter if you're white, black, Indian, Arab, everybody do bad business. Mm-hmm. But that stigma sticks with us. And then we always get the this is why I don't want to do business with a black business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And our customer service is on point. It really is. <laughs> you know, so it's like I don't, I don't like that. And I hate when we get emails like that as soon as, like, if somebody doesn't get their order fast enough or they don't get the response that they're looking for, it's always, this is why I don't want to do business with a black business.
1: Well, some stuff you can't help, though.
0: But I just don't like hearing it because they don't do that to
1: Amazon. They don't do that to Walmart. But that's what I'm saying, babe. Some stuff you can't help. It doesn't matter, like, for instance, uh, pre-orders. We have issues with Mm pre-orders, right, because people don't read. I might say, this is going to ship out on this date. You didn't read it, so you didn't read the description, which says, please read before you buy. You didn't read that, Mm -hmm. so now you're mad because your order didn't come the next day.
0: It's not that people are mad. It's just that when they hit you with, this is why I don't want to do business with black businesses, but they don't do that with white businesses. The same people
1: right they'll but,
0: allow somebody to mess up their order multiple times and mm. never hit them with that email but let it be a black business i don't care what the reason is right that's what they hit us with and i just want that stigma to go away for black entrepreneurs because that's why a lot of black entrepreneurs struggle because people are wary about doing business right with absolutely
1: them. absolutely so that's all yeah so make sure that your customer service is on point don't you know don't be so quick to go off on people either
0: stop going off on your customers. don't go off on your customers i ain't saying some people don't 100 percent deserve it but but look
1: even if they do give them a refund and send them about their about their way so they can't say oh such and such is super rude Mm -hmm. their customer service is horrible they cussed me out blah 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 everybody's gonna have their perception but what you can't what they can't do is create something out of nothing so you give them their refund thank you so much for your support have a great day send them on their way you want
0: to cuss up, cuss at them behind closed doors? <laughs> do what you need to do. But I'm just saying, like, it, it needs to be done for all entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. but it's just something that sticks with black people. Like, we just, as a group, do bad business. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I just don't think that that's the
1: case. No, it's not the case at all. But what does suck is, like, you know, talking to some of the entrepreneurs, the black entrepreneurs that I know, uh not all of them, a lot of them are great. Like I have some amazing, uh, entrepreneur friends that are amazing. They're, they're, they uh, their products are quality. Um, you know, the customer service is great. They have a passion for what they're doing. They're, it's amazing. I love to see it. Um, but then there's some that are like, uh, uh-uh, if they do this, I'm gonna go off on them. It's like, no, you need to educate yourself on how to deal with your customers. You need to be patient and you need to like figure out, what can I do better as a business owner? If you to feel you
0: need to go off on everybody, you something, need to take a look in the mirror. Something's right, wrong with you. You ain't got to right. go off with people. Because you got to remember people are customers. Right. They don't know what you go through on your and end they don't to care. get your product. They Some don't of care. them do.
1: Some of them care if you, give, if you tell them, like, you were sick or something like that. But even still, a lot of them do not give the a business crap. Business
0: has to keep going. Absolutely. You know, because when somebody purchases something, they expect their order in a certain amount of time. Right. Now there's certain things you can't help. And then, of course, some people are not very intelligent. And we get hit with a lot of, oh, where's my order? I'm like, do you have a tracking number? Yes. Well, then I can't tell you where your order <laughs> is because once we give it to UPS or USPS or whoever, we have nothing to do with it. But some they of them don't even you, check their mailbox. Yeah. They first. treat you like you're supposed to, like, hand deliver <laughs> the order. And it's like, that's, that's not how this works. Right. We're, not, we're not Amazon. We don't right. have our own, like, mail system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the only company I know besides USPS that has their own mail system is Amazon. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, granted, are you going to have to deal with some BS as an entrepreneur? Absolutely. 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 Customers are going to be, some of them are going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Some of them are going to be annoying, but if they get to a certain point where you can't take it, just give them their money
1: back. Just give them their money back. Leave it alone. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good point, babe. Um, are there any other like tips that you have for people wanting to be an entrepreneur? I mean, I know like I want to do, I was just saying that I want to do a webinar, Mm -hmm. but that's a whole nother situation. It's basically giving you all the gems to like how to run a business. You know what I'm saying? Like from emails, um, text messages, Uh, gaining the trust of your customers, your supporters, all that stuff. I want to do a webinar about Mm -hmm. that, like how to schedule your posts, the content, you know, uh, all these different things that I want to talk about in that webinar. Um, But like, are there other like basic tips that you want to give entrepreneurs, you know, in the same realm of what we've been talking about?
0: Uh, I would say balance your expectations. Meaning? Like, don't, Go in with a $200 budget expecting to make 200 grand
1: tomorrow. Oh, wow. It's
0: like you got to kind of gauge what you expect to get. What's your product? Mm -hmm. What's your market? Mm -hmm. Is it a mass market product? Is it a niche product? Mm -hmm. All of that matters in determining how much money you can make.
1: And I would say, too, don't be afraid to still put your product out in an oversaturated market absolutely a lot of people that is one of their fears as an entrepreneur they're like well this person that person this huge company already has this this person already has this and they're super successful how am i gonna come in and be successful right behind that like Mm -hmm. there's plenty of room for everybody
0: plenty plenty of trillions of of dollars out there yeah that you can be a small company and make millions of dollars mm -hmm. you don't have to make you know you don't have to be amazon or microsoft to make money mm-hmm. you can make a really good living and your company might make 200,000 2 million there's so much room for companies to make money it don't make no sense mm-hmm. and you might you might push a couple people out look at what under armour did they came out of nowhere and they're you know a prominent uh, fitness apparel company yeah when they had to go through Nike, Nike, Reebok, Adidas. They found their space in a huge, huge market. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's plenty of room, mm-hmm. plenty of room. And then on top of that, sometimes it's just brand recognition. It doesn't have anything to do with the market. People just want to buy from you
1: yeah that's why i said like get to know your customers let them get to know you tell your story who are you why am i following you or why am i supporting you why should i support mm-hmm. you you know those things are super important because if um, you sell
0: clothes mm-hmm. somebody might be like well i could get this same shirt at h&m but i'd rather spend a couple dollars more to buy it specifically from you yeah, absolutely and i want to support you and support your business
1: right 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 and don't be afraid to be real with your supporters if you're having a hard time, be like, yo, <laughs> I'm having a hard time right now. This is tough. I'm going to get through it, but, you know, I'm dealing with this, this, and that right now. Uh, it's not an excuse, but I'm just, you know, letting you guys in on a little bit of backstory of what's going on right now. So, like, I know for me, I'm super open and honest with my uh supporters, with our supporters. I'm super, super open, and I'm like, yo, manufacturing company is pissing me off because... <laughs> They're taking, you know, four or five extra weeks to create this order because it's a big order. I get it. But I'm I'm dealing with the backlash because they're taking forever. So I'm just letting you guys know what's going on. You know, I'm very, very honest with mm-hmm. everything. um, uh, And that that keeps the trust between us. And that makes it to where they're like, OK, I understand that's not your fault. So I'm going still support you. I'm going to still, you know, purchase your products. And again, if it's super quality, if your products are quality, then you know that people will still support you, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Now we go to the other side. Okay. We talk about risk. We talk about the fact that you can go broke doing this. Mm-hmm. But there's another side to this is planning for success. That is yeah. just as important as mitigating your risk. Right. Because if you become successful too quick, That can also be the downfall of your company if you don't have a plan for it. Yep. So it might sound crazy, but you need to know, like, say, for Mm -hmm. instance, our business, we know we have shipping. So we want to do all of our own shipping. Mm -hmm. So we just got our warehouse in January. Mm -hmm. I have been planning on us getting a a warehouse since last July. Yep. What are we going to do about boxes, employees? Like, you got to start writing this stuff down.
1: But that's what I was telling you about a plan. But go on. Go
0: on. well yeah. yeah yeah well you do have a plan for success what i'm saying is in that plan there might be times where you just got to be like you know what i got to figure this one out today right so it's not like you can plan for everything because honestly when it comes to business i don't know what's gonna happen on a day-to-day you know situation we have we have people who work for us right now if they get overwhelmed we have to step in and help mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's why it's like you need to know all aspects of your business mm-hmm. so Again, planning for success is just as important because I tell Key all the time, when, we, when you start making some money, what you don't want to do is have all this money and nothing to do with it because then Uncle Sam gonna have <laughs> his hand out, like, now you gotta pay me X amount in taxes mm-hmm. because you didn't have a plan of what to do with your profits. Yep, You didn't have a plan on who you were gonna hire, how you were gonna hire, who you just needed, period, in mm-hmm. order to be successful, mm-hmm. and then you get a whole bunch of success real quick no plan going forward, your business ends up folding because now customers don't, don't want to buy from you anymore because you got a thousand orders in a day and you ship three of them out. No, not three. You know, so it's like you got to kind of, yeah. you got to kind of play both sides.
1: Well, we we struggled with that in the earlier, you know, earlier what last year. And I
0: felt like we had a good plan. <laughs> Our plan was not sufficient for success.
1: No, yeah, because it was just me and you, mm-hmm. and we had how many orders pending three thousand three thousand something like that and we were just like uh-oh it's actually thirty two hundred but yeah over three thousand orders. and it was just it, at the
0: time it was just me because you were filming and yep. i would be up mm-hmm. all i was filming and i
1: was with the babies yeah
0: and i would be up to three four in the morning just doing orders <laughs> and that was not a good plan
1: it was a horrible plan <laughs> Finally, my mom was like, yo, let me help yeah. y'all. Y'all look like you struggling so bad. We were struggling. Ba- well, he was struggling really bad. Like ch- multiple trips to the post office. Oh, yeah, they couldn't fit in the car. It was just terrible. No storage space. No. In our homes. We took over my mom's whole upstairs. It was bad.
0: But then when we moved into our house, mm-hmm. our, our house was literally a storage unit. Yeah. Garage full lawful
1: the movie Uh, room we had a movie
0: room that was full we were about to take over another bedroom before we got the warehouse Mm -hmm. and then when we pulled everything out of the house and put it in the warehouse i couldn't believe that much stuff was in our house right that was absolutely ridiculous crazy that joke was we we probably have pictures from when we first moved into the warehouse and how much stuff it only came out of our house right that joke was crazy how much stuff we had
1: yeah stupid (laughs) but yeah he's right like Having a plan for success is just as important. Uh, we also dealt with having to pay taxes, a lot of taxes. That was a very expensive
0: that, educational situation. That was an
1: expensive lesson. I w- literally, I sat in the tub and I just stared into into the abyss.
0: Uncle Sam don't play. <laughs> Let's keep it real. If you don't, if you don't have a plan on what you're going to do, <laughs> Uncle Sam don't play. And when you got to write that check, it hurts.
1: It hurt bad. I literally was just like, "If there's nothing we could do."
0: So there's nothing we could do. Yeah, I kind of take a certain role with my wife because she was dwelling on it. Even though Man. I was dwelling on it, I got to <laughs> act like I'm not. And I'd be like, baby, it's cool. We got it. Just pay it no, and let's go. it was but not cool. in the cool. back of my mind, I'm like,
1: God <laughs> It wasn't cool. I pay all that money to them. It wasn't cool at all.
0: We was trying to be like, okay, so can we invest in something? It was like, oh, it's too late. <laughs> too late.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, make a plan, y'all. Like, plan. yeah, know what to do with your taxes.
0: Know what to do with if your business gets to certain points what are you going to do mm-hmm. like if our if our company like say our supplements for example blew up tomorrow even though we would definitely have some growing pains we have a plan of what to do if that happens
1: well we've actually had that yeah. happen already we've been going
0: and we're going through the process of making that plan come to fruition now mm-hmm. but if they like really popped off like say walmart hit us up tomorrow we do have a way to handle that yeah it's going to be very expensive for us but we can handle it and then we have a plan on how to continue that right so it's like you and that's just kind of something we have to do because we won't be able to handle such a large order so quickly right but we have a plan in place right that at least we can get the first order done
1: right which me and you got to talk about actually yes So you guys wish us luck because we do have more plans to grow our mm-hmm. companies and stuff like that. We have
0: more companies coming. We are we are serial entrepreneurs. Like we feel like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Don't have no aneurysm over there trying right. to hold. Bless you. <laughs> yeah,
0: we feel like even though we have, we have five businesses now, we got really good people who can help us execute, execute whatever it is we're trying to do. And then that's what's gonna have us grow and we can start doing what we really want to do. Cause what we're doing now, this is fun. I love we we've been in the fitness just period forever, Mm -hmm. whether it's sports or key, just running on the treadmill and singing. It's always been something fitness related for us for the last, I don't know, since we were teenagers. So that's that's kind of like an easy, fun thing for us to get involved with. But now we have other ideas, other creative ideas we'd like to explore. And that's going to take a little bit more execution mm-hmm. but we focus on what we're doing now and we'll get there and we'll be good
1: yeah so just keep your head up when you you know when you're going through this crazy roller coaster of entrepreneurship and um don't you be know, afraid of success don't be afraid of success S- success is actually don't just be the afraid of mistakes failure. don't be afraid of mistakes yeah don't be afraid to make a mistake. You will make mistakes. Because you're going to make them. You, if you haven't well, you done know, this cause, before. Because some people, they just rather not Oh yeah, than to make a mistake. Mistakes. Yeah, you're going to make.
0: It's inevitable. Right. But just don't make the same mistake twice.
1: Right. You right. Know? That's
0: why I say don't be afraid of success. Can people That might sound funny to people, but success is just as scary as failure. Absolutely. It, it's way more pressure. Like the pressure that I feel on a day-to-day basis is nothing like I felt before because before it was just us. We only had our rent to pay, our car payment. It's just us. We ain't had no kids. So now we have to keep a roof over three kids' head. Now we have employees that we have to make sure every month they get paid.
1: Absolutely. So
0: it's way more pressure than just us paying our bills because when we had, we lived in LA and we need to hustle (laughs) $1,000. We can go hustle that $1,000. Yeah. But now we can't go hustle $1,000 and keep this business running. Right. That don't work. Right. We got...
1: It multiple employees
0: right. and all, everybody got to get paid. And That's a lot right. of people gave up really good jobs right. to come work with us. That's and right. we have to make sure we hold up our end of the bargain. Absolutely. So it's a lot of pressure when you start adding employees.
1: Don't fold. Don't fold. <laughs> don't fold. <laughs> That's why I said in the beginning, entrepreneurship is not for, it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for the, mm-hmm. the, the light at heart. You know what, what I'm And it's
0: like, when I, the success part is scary because then your plan, when your plan starts happening yeah, and then you have to adjust the plan for success, it yeah. also becomes pressure sensitive. Absolutely. You know, and it's like... What, I feel
1: like that happened with the supplements. Like Absolutely. I feel like we knew that the supplements would do great, but we were like, oh, wait. Oh, it's doing great. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's doing better than great. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> How are we going to keep up with this? Right.
0: You know? Like, we're already... We have a currently have a 6,000 square foot warehouse, which when we first got it, we was like, yo, this is huge, and even when you pull up, the building looks big. When you walk into the warehouse and you see how much stuff we have in there now, it's shrinking, the supplements are taking up more space than anything, Mm -hmm. and now we have to start basically preparing to get a bigger space. Mm -hmm. So now we're gonna look at 25 or 30,000 square feet, Mm -hmm. which is also gonna include manufacturing, whole new business, we have no experience in it, we're going to figure it out. Absolutely. So it's like, that's the dope part about entrepreneurship, but we like challenges. Right. So manufacturing is a whole new challenge. Yeah. We're going to take it in stride. Absolutely. Like, I actually look forward to it. Me too. So I'm
1: excited. Plus, then we get to create way more items for you guys mm-hmm. and like... Faster. Faster. We
0: get to, you know, shortages, time frames, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. We're doing our own supplies. We're, you know, mm-hmm. we're doing everything ourselves. So it's like,
1: it's fun for us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like the challenge. And yeah. then once we figure that out, we're we we're lining up things that we want to do together and separately. Mm. So we have ideas that we plan on executing together. We have ideas that we want to execute separately. But that's the fun part for me. Mm. Like, so everybody's not like some people just get in that pressure and you got a good thing going and then you fold because the pressure was too much. Yeah. It was like it is a lot because o- there's a lot of people that's okay being right above the bottom, yeah, just enough right. to be and, okay. But
1: that's the thing, everybody. There's so many different types of people but then that there's run pressure the world. from
0: that too, because one false move and then you can't pay your bills, True. and then you got the other side where it's too much, mm-hmm. and now you have too much money, and mm-hmm. now you don't know what to do with that money because, especially in our community, we're not really educated on what to do with money. Oh no, right? We're not we're not educated on investments or paying employees Mm -hmm. should i w2 my employees should i keep them as independent contractors Mm -hmm. you got to pay health care there's all different types of licensing Mm -hmm. so there's a lot involved and it's not to overwhelm people it's just be prepared for that challenge when you start i was gonna say go to
1: classes go to you know attend courses whether it be online or in person but continue to learn about business about money about taxes about everything that you possibly can learn and before you hire
0: like a lawyer or a publicist, or whatever. Do your homework, mm-hmm. especially lawyers. They, mm, <laughs> they something else. Mm-hmm. But publicists are just as bad. They'll tell you money. Be, they'll take your money and be like, "I could get you on Ellen or Good Morning America." And then you give them your money, and they get you a couple little boo boo articles on some <laughs> blogs nobody ever heard of. You know, so you gotta kind of right. go with people that got a track record. Mm. And remember, you. In entrepreneurship, when they say you get what you pay for, man, it's real. And when you're an entrepreneur, man, you try and get you a a a really good publicist for five (laughs) hundred dollars, you're gonna get you a five hundred dollar publicist. Trust me, trust me, trust me, (laughs) trust me. There is there isn't gonna be where you know that that publicist is gonna get you on all the big blogs and all that. Not Not for no five hundred dollars. That's Unless they're brand new, fresh out of college, and they hungry, and you their first client, and they trying to make a name for themselves.
1: Right, that's a possibility. But don't
0: have nobody tell you they've been doing this for 15 years, and they're going to charge you $500 <laughs> to be your publicist. You're going to get $500 worth of publicity. <laughs> Trust me. Right. This is going to be on Boo the Fool blog. We had, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had this one publicist. We couldn't get an article from her for nothing. Nothing.
0: <laughs> nothing. No, 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 no. That's not the worst, though. The worst was... So we told him we wanted some radio interviews because this publicist was supposed to be for music, mm. and we were in Atlanta. So we were like, "Oh, we we want to get to the radio stations and do some 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 PR so we can move in the Atlanta radio station circles." Oh. So we go to the radio station. <laughs> now, granted, I have just Paja. It's only Paja at the time.
1: Uh, nope.
0: It couldn't have been both because I wasn't walking.
1: Wait, which one? Which? publicist are you talking about
0: the double yes amari Amari was here
1: absolutely couldn't have been i promise you
0: i was walking
1: i promise you you sure i promise you you had the stroller yeah i had the stroller
0: because i stepped in that mud
1: right that was amari in the stroller
0: then where was paisha
1: she was either holding on or sitting she used to sit at the little bottom of the stroller thing i remember i'm gonna have to go back and look
0: but either way trust me. (laughs) no
1: the reason why i remember (laughs) It's because after a woman has a baby, we have certain only certain clothes we can fit at the time. Ah, it was a certain outfit that I could fit, but I had to like alter it because <laughs> it wasn't working out. So I remember, but go either on.
0: way. <laughs> go on. It, it, we go to a big radio station, you know, it's in downtown Atlanta. You know, you go up on the Mess. 15th, whatever floor, however, it was, it was high. You go up on one of the high floors and it's like, um, it's, it's a, I don't want to, I just don't want to put no names right. out there, but it's a big radio station. So right. we thinking like, okay, this legit. <laughs> so I tell Key, she about to do the interview or whatever. Well, we first pull up, there's a whole bunch of other people there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Okay. And I got the kids. So I'm like, you know what? You know, they, our publicist is supposed to know what they doing. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take the girls outside. I'm going to take them for a walk because they starting to get a little antsy and they starting to make a lot of noise. <laughs> I can't tell you what went on. Kiko had to tell you what went on. But when she was hot, <laughs> when I tell you she was hot. Oh Lord. oh, Lord. And then I asked her why she did it. And she was like, I was trying to make the best of it. <laughs> it was so bad. So bad.
1: Yeah, it was horrible. I was mad because, first of all, it ends up being this rinky-dink talent show, basically. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I t- what am I doing here? First of all, second of all, because I already said first of all, second of all, I'm in there, and they're like, "Oh, Kiara Lachey, why am I in here with y'all?" Not even not this right, is, and this is not to be rude or funny. I've already done the work, right? The other
0: so-called artists are excited to see, see her. me.
1: I'm like, oh god, they probably like, oh, she doing? <laughs> yeah, here? what am I doing? They and knew it,
0: what they was there for. We didn't. We, didn't <laughs> we had no clue. I had no clue what was going on.
1: They're like, everybody, everybody get in line. For what?
0: <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm not there. Because if I'm there, i would be like, get in line. <laughs> what is this, a school trip? What the <laughs> heck, What's going on?
1: Get in line. It was the weirdest thing because I really didn't know what was going on, but I was trying to make the best of it because I remember I had, again, I was going through postpartum depression. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, oh, maybe I'm just thinking everything's terrible in my head. You know? So I trying to make the best of it. And it's literally a talent show basically. And they're like, "All right, up next here, <laughs> I thought this was an interview. Like, what's going on? I still on? don't know why you did that. J. I don't know. It was bad. I don't know why. I I I wanted to fight those public like and I'm not I'm not a violent person. <laughs> but I literally wanted to fight them.
0: And and speaking of Bottom feeders and being in the entertainment world, and how much BS goes on. That's a whole nother podcast. But we had somebody who wanted to act as a publicist, also. And that was when we, they said, you know, they try to hype everything up. Oh, Black Ink crew is having this Uh, extravaganza. I'm not dealing with you right now. (laughs) Right? Luckily, me and Key, especially Key, but we're a little wary when we hear stuff like that. (laughs) And they and they was like oh it's gonna be online this and that here's the link or whatever no
1: nope, they did not give us the link they, they sure the did link. not no nope, they gave how do we find it online? it was a flyer for it I looked it up online mm. oh no because you know I can't deal. even
0: still when they mm-hmm. first first thing was when they said it was like like a black Ink crew type situation I ain't trying to be funny we don't give a damn I don't care about what nobody else in the industry is doing if it's not for us or wasting our time. Yeah. So I don't care about name dropping and all that. Right. So we was already a little wary and it's in a tattoo parlor. And again, and I like, didn't
1: want to get dressed if I didn't have to. I yeah. just had a baby. and, and I, I can't just, fit nothing anyway. I just anyway. feel like when I'm you're doing stuff
0: in a small space and it's music related, it's the gonna sound, be bad. like it's we think way bad. different. We're not like, let's just go out and do this no more. No. So I'm already thinking like, how big is this place? I don't really care if the cast and crew is there. I want to know like, how is this going to benefit us? Right. Luckily we didn't pull up.
1: I'd oh, oh, She we, saw it online. <laughs> we would have fought for First hell. of all,
0: nobody from the cast was there. Let's just, <laughs> let's just start with that. Nobody from the they cast They had a little was there. raggedy teddy bears. It was like <laughs> a school drive. The PA system was apps. It was a PA system, not a sound system. Understand the difference. It had the little speakers on the little stands <laughs> with just two speakers. <laughs> a little DJ booth. Raggedy. <laughs> well, I mean raggedy. I'm, I'm talking about we would have drove. and this. Keep in mind, this is probably like 30, 40 minutes from our house. It was We'd forty-seven have, minutes. We would have drove down there.
1: Mind S- you, I would have had to put makeup on. Somebody would have saw you. these
0: hands. <laughs> We'd have drove down there. It would have been. It would have been a bad situation. I would have fought the DJ, and it ain't even his fault. <laughs> 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 like what somebody got to answer this, this
1: story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> somebody got to answer for this. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> an entrepreneurship, <should> be prepared. But <laughs> <For> BS. <laughs> <Be> prepared. <laughs> Cause we start telling LA stories.
1: That's a, we'll do another oh, a podcast lord. on that, just on the shenanigans. That's what we'll call it. We're gonna call it
0: oh my industry lord.
1: shenanigans. <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah, be on the lookout for that one. I gotta write that down so we don't forget. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, we got so many stories. We will definitely talk about that.
0: Yeah, industry shenanigans is a is a good one.
1: Industry shenanigans.
0: I'm. A, I'm glad we left LA when we did. I might not even be here right now. I might be in jail. Ain't no mind No, ain't even jail. I'd be in prison.
1: Right. We'll talk about that too. Yeah. That'll be a part of the industry shenanigans. But now <laughs> we're going to end this with, <laughs> cause I don't know why. <laughs> Anyways, for now we're going to end this with, you know, stay encouraged. Also, oh, Find a mentor if you can. Yes, um, or just follow that people that follow people that uh, inspire you, inspire you or to to be you. great, or to teach you, or that teach you things um, about the business that you're in, or Use just business period. Yeah,
0: find people in your field that you can learn from.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, stay encouraged. Don't quit. Or, you know what? If you find that it's not for you, if you really feel like it's not for you, don't force it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't feel like you have to prove anything to anyone.
0: Don't be afraid to change your idea. Mm -hmm. Entrepreneurship, it doesn't have to be a straight line. You could go into it and figure something something out that's totally different from your original idea. Yep. You know, and then don't watch what other people do, but that doesn't always mean you will be able to simulate it. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to find your way of making it happen.
1: Yep. So... All right, guys. (laughs) We can talk about this all day long. Um, but we we may do a part two. Uh, but we're definitely gonna do the industry shenanigans. Let us know if y'all want a part two of this particular entrepreneurship shenanigans. If you have
0: questions (laughs) that you want us to answer. Yeah, that we
1: didn't yeah, that we may have not have touched on. Um, let us know in our DMs or in our Mm -hmm. comment section. Uh, or even uh, in the reviews so leave us a review hopefully you like the <laughs> podcast no, <that> hopefully
0: <laughs> better like it
1: leave five stars we'll love you for it forever anyways thank you guys so much for listening thank you for watching for those of you who are watching um we love you guys we appreciate your support make sure to follow us um on our instagram at the perfect couple podcast and at Kiara Lachey at kp underscore the CEO, CEO. and um, thank you to our sponsors just move supplements.com Peja and Amari.com if you can move.com teamless say it dash loud.com I think that's it. <laughs> For Support <now>. us. <laughs> <laughs> For All now. right. We love you guys. Have a good one. Peace.